Good evening. Today is Friday the 13th, June 13th, 2008. The first study talks about the differences between men and women in the way they metabolize fructose. Um, men and women appear to differ in how they metabolize high levels of fructose, which is a simple sugar commonly used to sweeten drinks and foods. Short-term high fructose intake among young men resulted in increased blood triglycerides and increased insulin resistance, factors which are associated with an elevated risk for cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes. Whereas women got rid of the excess sugar load in a less deleterious way. And this actually came out of uh, Lausanne University, which is School of Biology and Medicine in Switzerland. Hence, the uh, investigators said that gender has to be taken into consideration in studies evalu evaluating the relationship between nutrition and metabolic disorders. The investigators enlisted 16 healthy non-smoking men and women of normal weight in about 23 years of age to follow two different six-day diets separated by a four-week washout period. The eight men and eight women did not participate in sports or exercise while following either the control diet or the diet that included 11 flavored uh, drink containing 3.5 grams of fructose. The fructose load used in the study was quite large, corresponding to several liters of soda per day, which in America is not that unheard of. The investigators uh, tested 12 fasting metabolic parameters the day after participants completed each diet. Um, and then this is actually re, uh, a report in Diabetes Care. In the men, fructose supplementation caused significant increases <clears throat> excuse me, in 11 of the 12 factors, including a 5% increase in fasting glucose and 71% increase in triglyceride levels. By, con by contrast, women showed a 4% increase in glucose and a markedly blunted 16% increase in triglycerides after the high fructose diet. Overall, the women showed significant increases in only four of the 12 factors tested. Further studies showed more accurately um, that could help identify gender differences in metabolic pathways and confirm these observations in a larger population. As you can see, this is a very small sample. One burning question the investigator said is whether fructose may have more deleterious effects in individuals at high risk for metabolic disorders. This obviously has high indications for some of the um, obesity that we see in America. The next one um, I found very interesting and it is called um, Cornell online videos tell young women to avoid certain cosmetics and plastics that may increase breast cancer risk. So this, this one caught my eye. Um, using certain plastics in cosmetics may increase the risk of breast cancer, according to emerging research um, cited by Cornell investigators. Drinking from hard plastic water bottles and using such personal care products in cosmetics as shampoo, lotion, and lipstick that contain certain chemicals can ex excuse me, can increase exposure to environmental estrogens that may contribute to breast cancer risk. To explain to young women why these everyday products should be avoided, Cornell's program on breast cancer and environmental risk factors produced and posted three short online videos. 
So I urge you to um, just to go take a look at these. There is new evidence that even at very low levels, environmental estrogens commonly found in such everyday products as cosmetics and certain plastics, as well as from environmental contaminants that, that get into our soil and water, can have additive effects. Estrogen is a hormone that is produced by women's ovaries, but certain chemicals from everyday products can mimic estrogen's effects and can work together with the body's own estrogen to increase breast cancer risk. In addition, most breast tumors depend on estrogen to grow. You know, for a long time we, we were looking at soy as a culprit. So to me, this one's kind of interesting um, looking at some other potential contributors such as the plastics and cosmetics. We know that lifelong exposure to estrogen increases the risk of breast cancer. We are exposed to mixtures of many estrogenic chemicals every day. And even though these environmental estrogens are present at low levels, emerging research does suggest exposure to these chemicals can add up. And over time, they can increase a women's risk of developing breast cancer. Yet many of these environmental estrogens can be avoided. For instance, Heat or scratches can cause an estrogenic chemical called bisphenol A to leach out, hard, out of hard plastic water bottles. Bisphenol A is found in polycarbonate plastics with recycle symbol number 7. While bisphenol A is not found in single-use water bottles, Snedeker, who is the investigator here from Cornell, recommends using stainless steel water bottles as the best environmental alternative something I'm going to look into. Chemicals are looked at individually when assessing health risks, not as mixtures of chemicals. The, the investigator pointed out, since estrogenic chemicals are prevalent in so many products, there is concern that there's widespread expo exposure from multiple sources, and collectively these chemicals may increase the risk of breast cancer. The Centers for Disease Control has started to look at these levels in people and for the first time are, they're beginning to document widespread exposure to a number of environmental estrogens. They're targeting young women now because we know that lifelong exposure to estrogen increases breast cancer risk. So anything young women can do to reduce their estrogen exposure reduces their risk. So moms, get your daughters to visit this website. And I'll be sure to put it um, on the podcast itself as well as on my website. Using live action video and animation, the videos point out, for example, that 70% of breast cancers are not genetic, and that breast cancer may take decades to, de to develop. So women in their teens, 20s, and 30s can make informed choices and adopt habits to significantly reduce their risk. The videos are, were supported by the New York State Department of Health. Um, anyway, they were produced at Cornell's College of Veterinary Medicine, um, and anyway, it just tells you more. But here's some, some facts. This, this is essentially what these videos uh, reduce for, uh, uh, suggest for ways to reduce your breast cancer risk. Avoiding cosmetics and personal care products with parabens, placenta extracts, and benzophenones or other ultraviolet screens that are estrogen mimics. Avoiding hard plastic sports bottles that have been scratched or heated, including those left in hot cars or on the beach, 
because heat and water, heat and wear and tear can cause estrogenic chemicals to leach out from the plastic into beverages. Use stainless steel containers instead. Never microwave food or liquids in plastic containers. Wow. Recycle cell phones and other electronic devices and rechargeable batteries to keep estrogenic heavy metals from leaching into the environment. Use biodegradable detergents that use plant or vegetable-based surfactants since these type of ingredients don't form estrogenic chemicals that can contaminate the environment. Wow. Just, to me, this, this is really interesting, and these are things that we can start to take action on. Um, I hope you found this interesting, and uh, that's all I really have for tonight. Summer is approaching. Make sure you're using your sunblock. Um, take good care of yourself. Take good care of your family. Go take a nice bubble bath and relax. Nurture yourself. And that's all I have for this week. This is Dr. Gwen.